0: Hi everyone, I'm Jeff Plum from Ping Skills. welcome to the Ask the Coach show, episode 7, and again, Alois is with me, welcome Alois.
1: Morning Jeff, how are you going?
0: Yeah, very good, thank you, it's been a cold, cold day and night here in Melbourne.
1: It has, yeah, cold cold. weather. Yeah, we had, uh, I think, 27 or 30 degrees a couple of days ago, and yesterday was 13 or 14, cold. Yes,
0: yeah, crazy Melbourne weather for you.
1: All right, well, let's get into some good questions here.
0: We've got uh, a question from Ali. And uh, Ali says, when I go to the club and play with my friends and other players, I'm better than most of them and I can beat them 3-0 or 4-0. But when I play in a tournament against those same players, I get scared, and even if the other player is a lot weaker than me, and I often lose to them. So do you have any advice for Ali?
1: Yeah, so uh, Ali... Firstly, remember understand that this is really common, and this is what a lot of people face. So even the opponents that you're playing are facing similar sort of issues. Uh, it it's important that when you're playing these games that you start to put them into perspective a bit. So think about Trying to improve your game rather than focusing so much on the results if you are completely focused on the result of the game then you are gonna to start to tighten up and tense up and the more the match means to you the more you're going to tighten up so go out there thinking a little bit more about how you can play some better table tennis letting yourself play the strokes and things that you are um, practicing in your game uh, in your training session and then try to implement that into a game situation as well it A lot of it comes down to your emotional control, and we cover a lot of these um, sort of issues in our sports psychology um, section. So there's, if you go to the uh, homepage of pingskills.com, uh, and you'll find the sports psychology section there, go into there, there's a few really interesting um, lessons that we put up there.
0: Okay, Ali, so yeah, remember, you're definitely not alone here. We get a lot of questions about this, and yeah, it's really about, as Alice said, the emotional control, so have a look at those videos and let us know if they help you out. Okay, so now we've got a question from Roman, and he says that, Alice, we show how to execute different strokes, and watching and trying to repeat your move works well for most players who are about the same level as we are, but you wonder what adjustment should a player do if he is a seemingly lower or higher level?
1: Yeah, sure. So Roman, um, I I think that you're talking about the height of um, people. So it's basically the same. So it doesn't matter whether you're really tall or really short. Your technique is basically the same because it's relative to you. You'll find that if you watch all the best players in the world, some of them are really tall, some of them are short, and they have similar technique. So it's important to have a really good base with your legs, wide, spread your feet nice and wide, get down nice and low um, in your own self, and then execute similar techniques. The technique really doesn't change significantly. Um, there might be small changes in angles or small changes in finish position but, but your yeah, basics are really the same. So don't get too caught up with um, thinking that if I'm really tall I need to do a different type of swing or if I'm really short I need to do something different. You don't. Okay? The basics, the mechanics of the strokes are the same.
0: Great. All right, Roman, I hope that helps you yeah. out. Okay, now we've got a question from Evgeny, so Evgeny says, you know the backhand block executed with the wrist movement when the bat curves the ball on its side and decreases its spin? So I think he's talking about a backhand block like that, but Alex, you can probably comment more on that. He says he's wondering if the same kind of stroke can be executed on the forehand side.
1: Yeah, well it can. and. Um Probably my favourite, uh, Jan Ove Voldner, um, was a player that I saw execute that sort of stroke. It's um, it's a stroke that um, players do use sometimes. I suppose the backhand is utilised a bit more because um, on the backhand you tend to be a little bit more defensive and this adds a, a, a different dimension. So by putting uh, pushing the bat across the bat and getting some side spin on the ball. But often players don't use it on the forehand side because when they see the ball on the forehand they, they want to make more of an attacking stroke but it can be a really good change up and if you watch some of the, the great matches of Jan Ivey-Voldner you'll see that sometimes you'll be attacking and then you'll put in a, a side spin block or especially against um, an, a defensive player that's trying to attack and he will muck their rhythm up a bit. So it can, so it's just the similar principles, just coming around the side of the ball there as you would on the backhand side. So that's the backhand and that's the forehand. So give it a go and uh, if you can add it as part of your game, uh, that's great. Remember though that your basic strokes are still really important. These are just little strokes that you can add on as a bit of a flourish to your game at the end.
0: Yeah, that's really good advice, Alice. Because I think I sit out on their backhand, and sometimes it's not because they really want to. Sometimes they're caught out of position, and they kind of just quickly get their bat there and end up making that kind of shot. And generally, yeah, you want to be playing that backhand. But like you said, it can be good for some variation, so you can sometimes try it. And I think that variation is often like trying to slow the ball down or play a drop shot with that um, with that shot. Okay, so let's move on to the next question. We've got a question from. Dario, and Dario says, how do I make an effective backhand serve and what about the toss, should it be higher or
1: lower? Okay. Yes, so Dario, you can, you can do both, you can do a high toss or a low toss with your backhand serve. The only thing is that it has to go up that um, distance um, away from your hand. Make sure that you get a, a, a toss that's comfortable for you. So. Some people like to throw the ball up higher, some people like to just throw the ball up lower. Um, If you throw the ball up higher, it's gonna give you a little bit more time to get your hand out of the way uh, when you toss it up. It also adds a little bit of difficulty because you're hitting a ball that's dropping down a bit faster as well. But see what works for you, see if the high toss or the low toss works for you. The other important thing with the backhand serve is where you have your um, bat in relation to the ball, whether you have your bat above or below your uh, the hand that you've got the ball in. So you can do either. Um, again, some people find it easier to do that so that they can get the um, hand out of the way. Some people find that's easier than throwing the ball up past the bat to start off with or that. So yeah, give both a try, experiment a bit, and, um, and see how you go. And then the other important thing with the backhand serve is to just utilize your wrist a bit more, relax your wrist to get more spin. You can modify your grip slightly with the backhand serve. So instead of the um, full shake hand grip with the fingers wrapped around the handle like that, you can just release them a little bit and that allows you to utilize your wrist in that motion there and to get more work on the ball, okay? So rather than that, where your wrist is working across that way, we do that and then your wrist is working in a bigger range of motion. So there's another tip just to try and generate a bit more on your backhand serve.
0: Yeah, good advice there, Alice. Again, I think that... The key to a lot of service is variation and deception, isn't it? So with that backhand serve, I guess to make it really effective, you want to try and mix up the backspin and the topspin and make them look as similar as possible. Would you, would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So trying to get different uh, variations of spin, um, different variations of placement, speed, and you, know, you could even just mix up a variation of high toss and low toss, similar to people Uh, to what people do with the pendulum serve. So sometimes they throw it up higher, sometimes they throw it up lower. So you can incorporate both types of serves if you want to.
0: Excellent. And we we talk about serving a lot in our Serving Secrets course on our website, so have a look there. There's a section on the backhand serve. Okay, so I hope that helps you out, Dario. Get out and practice and give it a try. All right, moving on to the last question from Shay. Shay says, Hi, Alice and Jeff. I tend to have a lot of difficulty when looping half-long balls with backspin, as they go too high over the net, and my opponent can just block it or smash it down. How do I achieve a low arc when this happens?
1: Okay, this is yeah. This, so this is starting to get more advanced with your with your technique and your strokes. So if you think about the ball coming off the end of the table, so if the table is here, often we tend to do this to get the um, action of the bat going up much more vertically to, to lift the ball up over the edge of the table. So we're doing that. That tends to get the ball to go up higher in a higher arc. You can brush the ball over a little bit more that way. So just coming over the ball. But to do that, you really need a fast brushing action. Because if you don't brush the ball fast, the ball is going to drop straight down back into the table. So it's a it's a difficult stroke because you need to really brush that ball fast to get it to go forward, lift it enough to go over the net as well. It's a very, very slow, uh, small margin of error type of stroke. It needs a lot of practice, but it's a really effective stroke. So you can you can lift the ball up more vertically and higher sometimes or sometimes you can come more forward. But remember, you need much more speed on your racket to generate enough friction to grab the ball and send it forwards that way. Over there. Yes.
0: And that can be a really hard stroke also because if the table sort of ends here, if the ball is just off the end, sometimes you can't get a lot of forward motion, which is, I guess, why we tend to come up more vertically on that one that just comes off the end of the table. So I think firstly, also, that higher ball, if you get a lot of spin on it, it's not going to be an easy shot for your opponent, so you can actually work on the higher one as well and try and get a bit more spin, and then also think about your placement. If you get that high spinning ball into their backhand, that is really a difficult shot to smash, so you can work on two areas there. You can work on... Firstly, improving that first shot, and then you can also work on a different sort of stroke where you try and keep that ball
1: a bit lower with spin. Yeah. So yeah, good advice, Jeff. So yeah, those two those two strokes can be really effective. So um, so work on both, see how you go.
0: Great. All right. Well, that wraps up the show. Um, thanks for the advice, Aloys, and I hope the weather warms up for you.
1: Yes, uh, I hear the rain tumbling down, but uh, it's good for the garden, Jeff, good for the garden.
0: Excellent. All right, thanks, everybody, for watching, and don't forget to visit pingskills.com, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.